pretty much why I got into the whole fitness industry anyways, because I wanted to do something that other people could grow off of. And the money that I make off of it and the business and everything else, that's just a byproduct of me helping other people do something that they wanted to do for however long, but never had either the motivation, the money, or the discipline to do it on their own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, nah, it's, it's the thing with, with business for me is like, I learned after I got fired from a job, the money's not everything. The money comes and goes. And I learned real quick. It's like, I get excited about the opportunities because when I was without a job, I was real like, um, you know, that at that time you get into survival mode and you get like real laser focused on, I need work. And it's just like those opportunities. I'm like, man, I, I wish there was more opportunities to do the things I loved. Yeah. And then that's why I started going down the route of like, I'm gonna just open my own business. I'm gonna start my own business. I'm gonna try because the worst that could happen is I'm gonna lose some money. And yeah. I already lost money. I made money. The money's not the driving factor anymore. It's more about creating opportunities. And I get excited about that. I get excited about like to me, success is going to be when I can have employees, when I can yeah. have a, like a full time staff and say, oh, you like doing videos? Come do it with us. Yeah. And that to me is going to be success. It's not about paying bills because I, I always joke around. I'm like, if I if the if the goal was to pay bills, I can go do that at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I can go do that at Burger King anywhere else. And it's not a knock to them, um, but it, it's just not that the goal is not to just pay bills. That's not enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. I joke around and say first place ain't enough. Like yeah. to me, it's not. It's not. Um, And especially now you got kids and I got kids and it's like. That changed my perspective a whole lot. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it really was like, I don't want my kids to ever feel like they're pigeonholed in the one particular path. I don't care what that path is. Yeah. Um, I don't want them to feel like you have to go to college. I feel like I'm an 80s baby, and it's like we were told growing up, you have to go to college. You were told that ninth grade, what colleges are you applying for? Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's well and good. But did you sit down and talk to this kid and find out what his passion is, what they really want to do? Because yeah. you could be sending them down a route where it's like, why get into a debt for $60,000, $70,000, and you don't even know what you want to do with your life? Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think it's funny, society, the government is fine with, like, for example, if you want to get a loan right now, if you're a kid in high school and you want to go get a loan for a car, and you say, okay, I want to go get a Lexus or whatever, and I want $40,000, $50,000 for that car. They'll look at you crazy and say, no, you don't have a work history. You don't have any kind of credit history. Mm -hmm. But if you want to go to school, they don't that, that stuff doesn't apply. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's weird that as a government, we're fine. We're almost like enslaving an entire generation of kids that don't know what they're doing to begin with. Yep. Um, Bro, you're hitting it on the head, man. You're hitting it on the head because like, you know, with Viviana, she's turning five in a couple of days and. You know, you ask a kid, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? We want to be able to grow up. Oh, I want to do this or I want to do that. You know, and it's like, OK, great. Like you can do anything that you want to do. You can do anything that you put your mind to, you know, be the president, you know, whatever it is. And then they hit a point in life like you were saying, me and you, you know, we're AIDS babies. So it was like, all right, you're going to go to college. <laughs> right. So it's like, no, like what what really do you want to do, VV? Like, oh, I want to I want to whatever right whatever i, I want to own a uh, chick-fil-a i want to own chick-fil-a mm -hmm. all right well let's get you in the program so that by the time you're 22 23 you do own a chick-fil-a you know whatever that looks like instead of like pushing like you said man pushing them down a road where they might not want to go or they might not want to be um and then you've spent x amount of money x amount of dollars x amount of time not getting a degree or getting a degree in something that you weren't really interested in in the first place so you spent all this money now you're working in a job that you has nothing to do with your degree field right. so like man like no nah, like okay you want to do this let's get you to a point and put you in a position to where you can do 
whatever this is. And to your point, man, it's like a lot of this stuff, like colleges, man, like I would rather my kids do trades. So learning, mm -hmm. you know, HVAC systems, learning uh, refrigeration, like trades to where they can do a program in two or three years. We're not a whole bunch in debt, but you're going to be making good money right off the bat. Right. You know? So, yeah, man, like, like I feel you on that stuff, man. And like you said, I mean, the money, the money is just a byproduct because that's how, that's how I dove into Hope Fit full time, like not worrying about anything else because I was working with, um, with OB and they let me go in February of 2019. And it was in that moment, man, I looked at Sire and I was like, we're not doing this no more, man. Like we're, we're not going to let some other company dictate the finances that come into our home. You know, if if we gonna make money, we gonna make it. If we're not gonna make money, it's because we're not making money. Like we're not gonna let somebody else decide. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, we've just been pushing forward with that, man. It's like I want, I really do want the kids to see us. Like, yo, mom and dad, they were grinding. Like they were grinding, and they set this up for us. And now we have, we can either run with it, or we can choose our own path and do our own thing. You know what I mean? Right. Nah, it's it's a hard path, and and that same spirit and and, and thought process you have there is the same as I think I feel about all, all that stuff. I agree hundred percent, because losing that job, I, I, some of the stuff you just said, I said the same exact thing. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a broken record saying that it's not a pride issue for me, but at thirty six years old, there's conversations I'm just not gonna have anymore, or I'm gonna yeah. avoid having them at, at all costs. And one of them is, I'm a thirty six year old with three kids. Yep. I am not going to have a conversation about, can I please have tomorrow off to take care of my kids? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's yeah. not, that's not pride. That's just, you know what that is? That's understanding. That's self-awareness. That's responsibility as a man. Yep. That's accepting that. And, and knowing, you know, a, a, as the leader of the house, I have a responsibility to the family first and I'm mm -hmm. not at my best if I'm in a situation where I have to ask, you know, and, and even when I was a kid, I didn't really like that mindset of like, you know, hey, I'm sick. OK, get on the call sheet and find your replacement for the shift or else you don't got a job. <laughs> as a kid, that was wild to me. I'm like, you're the business owner. You figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So as a parent, that, that just amplifies. And I'm like, no, nah, this conversation is I'm not going to have. Um, That's that's one of them. And like you said, the whole that's what I like about business ownership, because truly you're going to make as much as you put into it. Yeah. And it's tough because I just came from a networking event today and everybody in the room was business owners. And I got to connect with you on that because I think you, you if you got time, it's, it's a good space for you to go and kind of grow the business to and meet other people. Oh, for sure. But um, I was at this event and everybody was joking around saying I traded a 40 hour work week for 60, 70 and 80 hours a week. Mm. And I get it. And I, and I laugh with them. But at the same time, I don't get the sense of fulfillment that. I wouldn't, you know, that there was no sense of fulfillment when I was working 40 hours a week. I was working for somebody else. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy to work the 60 for myself. Oh, yeah. I'm, ha I'm happy to do it. I'm never here. This whole week, I've been working like 9 a.m. to 10 o'clock at night. I got that. I got so many projects to deal with that I just been having to do it. And it's never been like dreading the work yeah. because it's always been clear. This is for the family. And, and, yeah. and this is, you know, when you work for somebody else, you're at the mercy of, of, of another person's mood. And I say that to say, again, the conversations I'm not going to have, I'm not going to be in a situation or I'm going to avoid it as much as possible to where my boss got into a fight with his wife. He comes in a bad mood and says, Tony, come here real quick. We got to cut the budget and you're the first one on the chopping block. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing it. Those are realities that happen all the time. 
budgets yeah. start getting cut. And if you're not in the crew, if you're not the one making everybody laugh and you're not part of the little gang that's going to play golf or whatever the heck, if you don't talk like them, then they start cutting your job. And I'm like, nah, I, I want to be a little more. Um, I want to be a little more in control of my destiny, my family's outcome. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And that's, you know, it's crazy because you, you're talking about the networking event, how people are joking you know, about training the 40 hour work week and everything. Like I, I look at um, like uh, TikTok and, and IG and, you know, and I have videos on there with people doing the same thing, talking about the same thing. And I'm like, man, gladly I would trade. I would make that trade any day. I would make that trade the same way Seattle just traded uh, your boy Russell Wilson. But <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> man, because it's like, yo, like I, I get home. So, so it's crazy because, you know, like you're working, you know, nine to 10 on, on your thing. And man, there's days where, and I'm sure it's the same for you, I, of course, but days where like, man, two o'clock in the morning, like the other day, man, I was up on the lap. I had the laptop on one side of me. I had the iPad on one side, I had my phone in front of me. And I'm bouncing between the three of them, trying to do client paperwork, trying to work on the website, trying to set up um, our stuff for the space that we're, we're building out in Chesapeake all at the same time while Sadie's on her iPad and she's working on paperwork and making sure emails are getting sent out, you know, at one, two o'clock in the morning, bro, only to wake up at six in the morning to, to do what it is we got to do. And it's like, yo, I, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I would trade that any day of the week, man, from a nine to five. So I'll I'll speak for me. I don't I don't know the, I, I don't know the you know the, um, you and Sadi's relationship aside that you guys are married and stuff like that. But I'll, I'll give you an example and you tell me if this sounds familiar. Um, before the business, there was a lot of um, how I put it, maybe there was misunderstanding in terms of time management. Mm. Where if I was working for somebody else and I was staying late and working a whole lot of hours and taking all these extra projects and stuff like that there was points of friction in the house where there was maybe not, you know, communication suffered. Yeah. Um, you know, j just for not being around when I started doing the business that kind of got amplified because now I'm away from the house even more mm -hmm. recently this year, we've been intentional. I've been intentional and in involving Joyce in the business more. Yeah. And she's being able to see the amount of work that really goes down. And when I say I don't have time for X, Y, Z, she's seeing it now. This is not just me being anecdotal and saying I don't have time. Yeah. It's like you're literally seeing I was in that office from 830 in the morning and I checked in with you every now and then to see how things were going in the house. And I got home at 1030 at night mm -hmm. and I was working and this is for the family. So I saw as the more and more she got involved in the business, the communication got better and the relationship got stronger. And it's a whole new season. I think um, in terms of the relationship, I think it's great. And it's um, it feels like it's something I should have done a long time ago. Yeah, I feel like I kind of um, I don't know why I, I, I didn't. It didn't occur to me that I really should involve my wife more to the level that it sounds like you got Sadi doing. What kind of stuff is she doing uh, for the business? So right now, man, she's she's acting as general contractor. So she's getting all of the, the different um, people who we have coming in to, to do our build out. She's getting all of them together. She's making mm. sure their insurances are straight. She's communicating back and forth with the landlord. Like, Hey, we got this person coming on this date, this time, and this is going to happen and blah, 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 blah. So she's coordinating all those pieces. Um, she's handling a lot of the financials. She's really great in, in doing the finances and making sure the bills get paid and, um, just making sure the budgets are set and stuff like that. So those are her her main things that yeah. she 
Um, and that and that's in in conjunction because she's still working her full time job until the end of the month where she'll be in the business with me full time. Yeah. Um, so, so she's grinding, man. Um, but saying, man, and I think for I think with us as guys, because I was doing the same thing, I really wasn't having her involved in a whole lot. I just think it's it's not a pride thing. It's just we feel like we can do it all, you know, and I think that comes from our foundation, you know, things that we were taught as kids and, and um, you know, even even the biblical foundation of like what we're taught, you know, a man is supposed to do. We're supposed to carry everything on our shoulders and do it ourselves and figure it out, mm-hmm. you know? um, which as we grow, we learn that that's not the case. You know, that's what our partner, you know, that's what a helpmate is for. But um, I think it's just in our in our nature, man, we just feel like we we have to do it all by ourselves. If we don't do it ourselves, it won't get done. Or if we don't do it ourselves, something will get dropped or something will get missed or it's not going to be done the way that we want it to be done. Um, you know, but because I had the mentality, bro, I was I was doing all of my client bookings. I was doing uh, I was trying to contact everybody. I was trying to make sure all the payments got sent through. I was trying to make sure um I like everything man anything that you could think of I was trying to do it by myself man and it wasn't until I was like you know what for one I could see how frustrated she was because she was like wait a minute like I'm your wife like I'm supposed to be helping you with this like this is this is our thing here um so when I noticed that and then um it changed my lingo from I got to do this. I need to do this. But I, 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 to now we, 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 we. And I saw how changing that lingo to we, getting her involved in the things that I know she's good at and she feels strong in because she feels strong in her ability to communicate and she, she feels strong in her organization skills. So getting her involved in those things that she felt strong in, um, man, it, it just, it really brought it brought her to life, you know, like a flower getting water and sunshine. It brought her to life to where she really wants to be involved in the business even more. Um, one, so that it's not so stressful to me, but two, because she wants to she wants to be and feel a part of what we're growing for the family. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, that's that's what she does. And she's great at it, man. Like today we had a phone call or she had a phone call with um, a, our landlord and a couple of our contractors, man. And she's just connecting the dots. You know, we get we got three months of free rent and she's connecting the dots to make nice. sure we get in there before that free rent runs out. Nice. So yeah, man, like she she's crushing it, man. Now you and you touched on something that kind of um reminds me of like the, the season I'm in now too. It's like I had to learn to give myself permission to be weak with my wife, weak mm-hmm. in her presence, mm-hmm. um, to find kind of refuge there in the house. Um that's that's a flaw that like kind of fairly recently i've been kind of like realizing that this is easy to fix and it's something i wish i would have realized way sooner because as like raised as alpha raised as now i gotta go out there and get it and everything is my responsibility and if it goes wrong everything's my fault i don't care who did it it's my fault i gotta like you said i'm the one that's gonna make sure it's right or wrong it's on me i don't care i I don't point the finger at now but my wife but my kids it's it's me 100 percent. yeah um and with that for me for the longest, it was hard to kind of say, uh, I'm doing too much. I need mm-hmm. space. I got to breathe. This this is too much for me. I need help yeah. for the longest. And then I don't know what it was. Something something clicked fairly recently where it's like, home is where you're supposed to feel weak. Mm-hmm. You know, you could, you could be tough outside. You could be tough in business. You could do all that stuff. But when you go home, this is where you should feel comfortable. 
to kind of be like, I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this no more. I, I did. This is too much. I can't emotionally. I've been talking about that for the first time in my life in 36 years. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm telling people this is exactly how I feel in my heart and in my head. This is how I'm receiving the information that's coming to me. Critiques, whatever. The, the, this is how it's affecting me. I'm mm-hmm. being more open about that. For the longest, I'm like, nah, I, I don't, I don't discuss emotions. I don't, I didn't. It, 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 as really, like for the first 35 years of my life, I didn't say nothing. Yeah. I just eat, eat, eat it. Yeah. And maybe, maybe part of just being a father now too. It's like because that stuff boils, bro. You, you yeah. get to a point where it's like when, when I do finally speak, now it's not a conversation. Now it's yelling. Now it's demanding. Okay, you're gonna do X, Y, Z because you don't understand me. And it's yeah. like, bro, they don't understand you because you haven't. You didn't seek to be understood to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's I'm realizing a, that. That's a real good point, man. I, I think, I man, bro, I, I agree with you 100% on that. Having kids totally changed my perspective because, I mean, man, like same exact thing, man. It's just I bottled everything up, everything, everything. It didn't, it didn't matter what it was, man. My sadness, my anger, my hurt, my disappointment, whatever it was, I just I kept it all inside. And when it came out, it came out in anger it came out in rage like it you know and it wasn't it wasn't healthy for me it wasn't healthy for my wife you know and and it definitely wouldn't be healthy for my kids so now having kids it really has softened my heart and and allowing myself to be vulnerable with Saudi, allowing myself to be vulnerable with uh my daughter you know and stuff like that um then i think man i really do think that you are absolutely right with with having kids man i never really thought about it that way but i definitely think having the kids man is soft because you have to learn how to like you say you got to learn how to communicate with them because they don't understand what you're saying even you know vivi at four years old five almost um you know i could say something to her and i'm talking to her because in my head she's an adult like and i don't know why but in my mind she's she's a 25 year old woman and so I'm talking to her like that and she'll I'll, do you and I'll say to her, do you understand me and understand me? And she'll go, no. And then I'll go, you know, I got to step back and be like, of course, you don't understand. me. Like, <laughs> what what am I thinking about here? You know, so having to learn, man, like, yes, I need to be able to express myself in a way where um, I, it's not coming out in anger. It's not coming out in rage. It's not coming out because. I'm trying to force something on you, uh, but it's coming out in love. It's coming out um, in in joy. It's coming out to create peace um, in our in our environment. But that's only because I've allowed myself to be vulnerable. You know, I've kind of broken down those walls of just the I gotta fix it. I gotta make it right. I gotta it, everything falls on me, 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 me. Right. Um, and bro, like realizing. And I'm still I'm still growing in this avenue, but just realizing like why I have a wife, mm. you know, why I have like I don't have a wife because I asked her to marry me and she said yes. You know, I have a wife because God strategically placed her here for me, for me to be able to have tough conversations, for me to be able to um, learn about myself because i've learned more about myself with her than i was without her you know i've learned those things that that make me mad i've learned those things that make me happy i've learned how to communicate better i've learned how to 
deal with different personalities. You know, I've learned how to handle finances. Like I've learned all of these things, but it was because of the woman who that God gave me, you know what I'm saying? Um, so all that, man, all that wrapped up just to say, just to basically say in a sentence, I agree with you. Yeah, no. Nah, um, I tell the guys, you got to have a good woman by your side. Stop listening to other men all the time. Bro. The, bo the boys will get around you and tell you stupid stuff, especially I, I still got single friends. Shout out to them. I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to say their opinions don't matter, but sometimes your opinions don't matter. You, like you wouldn't know. Yeah. Like, it, like if somebody's trying to tell you how to raise a kid, it's like, you don't have kids. You, you, yeah, wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't understand what this is like to, to give an opinion on it. Um, but a lot of times it's like we want to get around the guys and joke around and now nah, you need to do this, that, and the machismo flares up and stuff like that. It's like you need a good woman in your life. Man, the, 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 the woman will make sure you don't get stabbed in the back. The guys is alpha just like you. The guy yeah. wants the same spot you have. Yeah. You know, that that's the thing. They're like, if you're doing better than some of these guys out here, naturally I, I, I want that place. Matter of fact, I feel like I deserve it. And the fact that you have it makes me resent you, yeah. even if we're smiling and laughing about it. You know, some some people could get that way. Yeah. But and going back to the kids a little bit, you know, I started realizing I needed a change when I started hearing the kids repeat stuff I was saying mm. and kind of moving the way I moved them. And, and even my son at six years old, the facial expressions, like it's the same exact thing. And I'm like, it reminds me of just it's, it's cliche, but it's the truth. These kids are going to they're going to do more what they see than what you tell them. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're going to learn way more. That's just how we are as human beings. And, you know. And at least at you know 15 years old, the same thing. I'm like, these kids are talking like me. Yeah. I gotta be careful how I express myself because Joyce might understand something a certain way. She might understand that I'm upset and that's why I responded that way. But the kids don't. The kids mm -hmm. think this is normal. They don't they don't grab the context of it. Right. Um, so yeah, no, nah, I, I started learning to change stuff up a little bit. What's yeah. um what's a little bit of like your background? Like what were you doing before um, Hope Fitness? Like where does that come from? Why why the whole fitness thing? You were always into it or, or where'd that come from? Nah, so Hope so Hope Fitness started, like it originated out of the church that we were going to at the time. Uh, the church we were going to at the time was called Hope Center. And I wanted to get into fitness. And so I was like, man, maybe I should start here with the people in the church. And so I, you know, I just, took the name of the church hope and then threw fitness on the end of it. So that's where the name came from. But as, as I grew in understanding what it was that I was trying to do, I was like, man, like hope, the definition of hope is the expectation of good. So if, if I can help people expect good results, then, then I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. Um, and so I stuck with Hope Fitness, even as the business has changed and grown and gone through all these you know, years of different things. Um, I stuck with that name, Hope Fitness, just because because of literally what it means. And um, and so um, I just wanted to give people, man, an opportunity to be the best version of themselves. So physically, mentally, spiritually, um, I want to encourage positive thoughts i want to encourage um strong faith and i want to encourage strong 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 body strong minds and strong faith that's basically the three pieces of it nice. um, and and so yeah man before before i got started doing that i mean i was working at cbn i was working um originally i was working in the police department with regent and cbn and then um i moved over to operation blessing um, and that was that was an amazing 
amazing job. I absolutely loved doing that, man, because I got to I got to see so many different places that I would not have seen if I wasn't working there. I got to meet so many different people all across the country, being in and out of different airports, in and out of different states, just meeting so many amazing people, man, who who just love their communities. Like I could go, I'd be in Nashville, Tennessee, or I'd, I'd be in Paradise, California for wildfires. And I'm meeting people who lost everything to the fire, but mm. they're they're helping other people. It's like, yo, like you just lost your whole life, you know, everything, but you're giving of your time and of your efforts to help somebody else. Right. Uh, and I absolutely love being a part of that, man. Um, some of the most beautiful people I ever met in my life through Operation Blessing. Um, but that's what I was doing before, before Hope, like went full time with Hope. And then, um, yeah, man, after February, 2019, man, I just dove in 100% and uh, we're trying to grow it. We're trying to grow from the apparel side. We're trying to grow from the fitness training side. Um, and then um, what else are we doing, man? You mentioned the um, you got the the freeze pops, the freeze pops, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the freeze pops, that's crazy. That so that idea originated because last summer, um, I was I started making my own pre workout, and because I was looking at some of the ingredients on the stuff you buy from you know the stores or whatever, and I was like, yo, like a lot of this stuff is like filler or just extra, like you don't need it. So I was like, man, let me let me research the ingredients and see like what's What's, what are the best pieces of it? So I found that out, pulled the pieces out and started making my own. And then one day last summer, it was like, it was like a hundred degrees. I was like, man, let me try this frozen. Like, <laughs> so I did, man. And it was like, yo, like, this is really good. This could be a thing. So, um, so yeah, man. So I just, I take the ingredients, man, and I, I mix them up. I make them up. I make the freeze pops here at home. And then uh, last year, we just had a bunch of people testing them. So all of my clients tested them. All the group classes I had tested them. Um, a couple of stores in the area tested them. Everybody loved them, man. Everybody absolutely loved them. Um, so now, man, we're, we're pushing, trying to get, you know, the labels made, trying to get them produced, you know, mass production, and um, just trying to see what we can make happen with those, man. Because that that that's going to be crazy if I can, if we can get that rolling, like, that's going to be crazy. You gotta take it back to the hood, though. I want to see it in a styrofoam cup. Hey, look, man, you, yeah. uh, you you bite off the styrofoam. <laughs> it's crazy because when I did that, that's the thought that I had. I didn't have it in style. I had it in the red solo cup. Yeah, yeah. Thinking though, <laughs> the styrofoam cup. We had a lady, like a lot of people, tell the same story, but we legit did. We had a lady down the street that would make them out of you know the Kool Aid oh. with extra ten pounds of sugar in there, so it had a layer of syrup at the top. Yeah. In a styrofoam cup, you just bite it off and yeah. go to work. <laughs> you get it for like what twenty five cent, man. It was it, yeah, it was man. Twenty five cent back in the day. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah, man. I, the same thought that I had, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about what's a little bit about your parents? Did they ever do business, or, or were, were they working nine to fives, or, or did they have businesses as well? Man, so my parents growing up, and I remember my dad. He had three jobs at one time. He was working at Olive Garden. Uh, at night, mm -hmm. he working at um, like the coffee plant during the day. And then on the days where he wasn't working Olive Garden, he was working somewhere. I can't remember where the other place was, but I remember he was working. He was bounced between three different places at the time. That, I mean, that was when I was little, little. Where were uh, you guys at? We were in Suffolk at the time. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, we were living in Suffolk, Suffolk uh, Virginia at the time. And um, my mom was working at Dollar General. 
and um so they i mean they they grinded man all the way through up until probably i hit sixth grade and then um my dad was working just full time at the at the coffee plant he's been he's actually been at the coffee plant now for about 20 22 or 23 years he's been there okay um, but you know he my dad my dad um has his own business he so all right rewind a little bit so my mom and dad they had their own catering company that they would do different things for briefly but um you know that didn't really last long i think it was just they they weren't really invested as far as like the time it took to really do that i mean it took a lot of time to prepare the food um set up places tear down places um so they didn't really do that for too too long but now my dad has his own lawn care service um okay. which he loves it him and his two brothers both have they each have their own individual lawn care services and um he loves doing that man because he's out on his own time he's in the sun he's outside he's got his headphones in doing what he whatever he's doing so he's loving that um and actually planning to retire from his full-time job so that he can do his business full-time now which i think is great i think i think me and Sadi have inspired him to do that nice. um, but um but yeah man that's that's you know they they my dad seems like he always had an intra entrepreneurial mindset it was just finding for him finding the thing that he really enjoyed doing um and so so yeah he's found that now man he's he's running with it now so um yeah yeah but they've always been like hard working like hard working and they they showed that to me and my sister growing up and you know we both kind of adopted that hard working mentality in our own individual ways that is dope. And I ask that because it's, it's good to see where everybody's starting, right? Because everybody's starting point is not the same. And that's why I learned more with, you know, the networking I'm doing, um, specifically with this organization, Black Brand, where it's, it's minority based. And you you don't hear the stories of, you know, daddy, give me a million dollars. I mean, God bless if you have that background, but it's more like I like being in a room with people where it's like, I'm figuring it out. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, do you know who knows a good accountant? Who knows a good lawyer? Like, let's share information. Let's let's do that. We're starting kind of at similar levels where it's like we all just learning. Yeah. Like my parents, none of them owned the business, but since I was little, it was ingrained in me from my from both my parents that in this life you're gonna have no more, no less than what you actually go out there and work for. Yeah, like that's just been a reality. It's like my dad is is a broken record on the fact that he's like I don't have more because I don't want it. I haven't gone out there. If I wanted it for real, for real, I'll go out there and get it. I'll go mm -hmm. work. I go work two jobs. I, I choose not to. Yeah. And that's something more and more. I'm telling people like I got I got friends that, you know, unfortunately, they got like this defeated mindset where it's like I don't have X, Y, Z because I didn't grow up in this community or whatever. And it's like you don't have it because you prefer to play Call of Duty, you know, four hours a day or you prefer to watch the football game four hours every weekend or whatever. Like you got to want this more than those things. Yeah, that's, that's just the reality. And I'm learning too. a lot of people are in love with social media did this. They're in love with the idea of what it is to be a business owner. Yeah. But do you want to stay up, you know, the, the three in the morning doing this? Yeah. And is it going to bother you? Yeah. I tell everybody the business you open should be whatever you're doing for free right now. Mm. This is whatever it is. And the kids, I tell the same thing. Where does your brain go when you're asleep, when you're laying down in bed at night? Where does your brain go? And when you wake up on the weekend and there's nothing else to do, what's the first thing you want to do? Yeah. 
because in 2022, come on, like you could do anything. You could, yeah. you could, you want to watch TV all day? Then go watch TV all day. You better be the best TV reviewer ever. Yeah. Go start a YouTube channel and start reviewing stuff. Have some personality. Do that on a consistent basis, and you're gonna make money. Yeah. Now the thing is, you can't expect this to happen quick either, and that that that's always been the rule forever. But social media did people faking it. Yep. Because it, social media didn't change the simple fact that you have to grind. It's yeah. going to take you a couple of years to, for this to be sustainable, you know, on the good side. I've been yeah. in this business now for four years, and it's not the only thing I do 100%. I still have to do other things to be able to come do this. Thank yeah. God for, for remote work because I'm able to juggle multiple things because my nine to five is a remote job. Yeah, yeah. So I'm able, I'm able to work. I'm in the office right now. I'm able to work in the office, handle a project here, get back to my tsunami, you know, my, my video production stuff, and then jump back into the other things. Sure. But it's it's sweat equity that people don't want to do. And, nice. and I don't I don't get it. Cause I you know what? When I when I started looking at how many how many hours I was spending away from the family, it made me get um in certain ways it made me lose patience even more. I wasn't a patient person to begin with, <laughs> but I, I I lost more patience with other people when I started hearing excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know, I know too many people with the same thing, you know, the, the, that same defeated mindset. And I'm like, bro, um, you got to remember who you're talking to. I yeah. don't, I don't see my kids on a lot of days. I, yeah. I don't see them at all. And, and I'm struggling to get some time on the weekend. And even that doesn't happen sometimes because as a business owner, I can't say at five o'clock, I don't want to hear about this no more. I still got to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. I still have to. Yeah. So, so with you, what's next? I mean, you guys got the thing. So before we go to what's next, though, why did you guys decide now is the time to open up a gym? Man, how'd that happen? Okay, so the craziest thing, right? So in the smack dab middle of when COVID was at its highest peak. So we're talking March of what? 2020, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm I'm training clients and I'm, I'm doing different things and trying to figure out like how how just everything's going to happen. How's it going to happen? How's it going to work? And we were laying in bed one night, man, we were just talking about different things. And um, she was looking at something on her phone and she turned, like she got really excited real quick. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? Like, what are you watching that got you excited like that? So she gets excited. She turns to me and she's like, have you ever heard of Bungie Fitness? And I was like, no, I've never heard of that. And she was like, oh, my God, you got to see this. So she shows me this video. She's a, a member of the Chesapeake Moms Facebook group. And she shows me this video that somebody had shared in the group. And she was like, this is Bungie Fitness. She goes, you have to do this. And I was like, uh, you know, I was kind of hesitant. I'm like, oh, about that, man. And she was like, I want to be a part of it with you. And when she said that, bro, it, it lit something in me because she... I mean, she's not into fitness, even the most little bit. So when she was like, I want to go into this with you, I was like, say no more. Let's do it. So a month later, man, we hopped on a plane, flew to Cincinnati, um, did the training, did the certifications for for Bungie, um, uh, Bungie Fitness coaching and all that, um, came back and then started working on, you know, what we needed to do to open the facility to be the way that it's going to be. Um, so that's how that came about. Um, and she just turned to me one night and was like, you got to do it. I was like, all right, let's do it. So, it, and again, that was in like the middle of COVID, man, when COVID was just like at the, the worst that it's ever been. Um, 
but at the same time, man, like, so one of the t-shirts that we did was, was purpose over problem, you know? So mm -hmm. we, we trademarked that phrase because, um, in the midst of COVID and us deciding to open a gym, we felt like there was such a strong purpose over everything that was happening. Like we saw the problem, the problem was COVID. The problem was, you know, people being sick. The problem was, you know, government going crazy and businesses closing and just everything that was happening at that time. That was the problem, but we saw so much purpose behind it. We saw families getting to spend more time together. We saw family marriages being restored because the, the husband and wife were now home. You know, they weren't away from each other so much. Uh, we saw children getting closer to their, their parents again, because everybody was home. Um, we saw people coming up with creative ideas of how to start businesses or taking the create the creativity that they had kind of put on the back burner. And now this gave them an opportunity to bring it together. Um, we saw that as well. Hi, Poppy, are you almost ready? <laughs> yeah. Give me a little bit, okay? You see that? <laughs> I love it, man. That's how it is. But, um, Ain't that the best thing in the world for real? Like side note, like that's <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. Like you, you don't know this person at all. Then they're born and you're in love with them immediately. Like I don't even know you. Is man, it's the best thing. She is the best thing in the world, man. I, everything that she does, like it doesn't matter what it is, man. Like I, my heart just melts every single time. <laughs> what it is, man. Um, but yeah, man. So we we saw all of those things, man, and it was like, yo, like. The purpose of all of this is so much bigger than the problem. It's so much greater than the problem, and um, and so we we wanted to kind of push that message, man, just to encourage people. Encourage people, like, yeah, like, yes, we we all see what's happening. We all see the problem, but look at what's going on around you. Like, look in your circle. Look in your family. Look in your your heart. Like all of this thing. All of these things that are that are growing up inside of you man it's just it it's greater than what's going on around you so um so that was that was that man that's how it that's how the whole gym idea came up and we've just been persistent in in pushing the idea because we want to bring this new thing to hampton roads this bungee fitness thing we want to bring it to the area and um and that's what we're doing man so so we're trying like we have the space we have our keys um, it's just now getting everything built out and set up that way we can, we want to be open by the summer, by May or within the month of May, we would like to be open. Nice. Um, so people will be able to come in there, man. They'll be able to get their personal training one-on-one. -on -one. They'll be able to get their bungee fitness classes going. They'll be able to get their group, uh, hit classes going. And, um, again, man, it, it all kind of just boils down and goes back to us wanting to encourage people and just encourage our community around us because uh, we can reach if we can reach one person and that one person can go reach two and then two can go reach four i mean that's you know that's that's the most beautiful thing right there yeah now um so it's going to open you said close to in in may around may time yes we are where's that, where's that in chesapeake in chesapeake yeah 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 it's going to be um the address there actually is 109 gainsborough square um and we're going to be in suites a and b so um yeah man it's on battlefield boulevard in chesapeake so you'll pass the hospital and it's right over there um and it's a nice little setup because it'll be us and then there's a juice bar next door to us oh cool uh, from them is a is a ramen 
bar and then a couple doors down from that is a subway so it's a nice little like you know kind of like a little health yeah yeah um so yeah man it, it's gonna be a nice a, a nice dope little thing man we got a good space there and um may sometime in may is what we're what we're working towards to open the doors did you have the moment um i had a moment and then you probably did too when I got the keys uh, to this place, you walk around looking around like this is wild. Yes, yes. Like, like I'll be like, did this? There's nothing. I tell people, there's nothing in my in my resume. There's nothing in my history, family history that says I'm supposed to be where I am right now. Yep, yep. Nothing at all, man. I've been over there twice where I've just kind of walked in, man, and just stood there and looked around, like, man, like this. Like this is something I had a Facebook memory come up last week, man, owning and and it was from 2000, I want to say 2015, I wrote a status on Facebook saying um, one day my goal or my goal is to one day have a fitness studio where I can do one on one and group training. And um, here we are, what, seven, eight, seven or eight years later, man, and, and now it's happening. Um, so it's like, yeah, like, like you, man, there's nothing. Not in my education, not in my family history, not in anything other than the fact that God owns it all that says I could do it. So what's uh? then I ain't going to hold you too much longer, but I'm wondering, I, I wonder this about everybody. What's what's like one of the biggest mistakes that you're not going to make no more? Ooh, man. Um, I, I'll start it so you could think for a second. With me, I'm not going to, I found myself investing too much time in people that didn't have the same exact drive and direction that I did. Oh, I, yeah. I started, I started slowing the dream down to make sure everybody else around me was straight because at my core, even though I got a, you know, the, on the exterior, there, there's aggression, there's like a, a lack of patience. I get it. it it's, it's that, whatever it is. I don't know if it's the Hispanic thing, it's the New York thing, whatever it is. It's like, leave me alone. I know that's written all over my face, but inside my heart. It's always been making sure everybody around me is straight before myself. Mm -hmm. And I got to the point where I was sacrificing even the family to make sure that everybody else was straight. Yeah. And then I realized, nah, um, I'm here to help people, but I got to see them helping themselves first. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I got to see you pursuing your passion for real. That this isn't a hobby that, oh, Tony, I think that's cool. Let, let me go rock with you. And then we go invest a year's time to go build your little thing. And then you give up on it. Mm-hmm. That, yep. that's happened that's happened several times in my life with different types of projects so i i, I learned more to be intentional with my time definitely definitely I, I would have to i'd have to agree with that too man um so i would combine that so being more intentional with my time um and combine that with being more organized because i remember when i first got started in training man i used to i man i was all over the place i was trying to take on as many clients as i could just to make the money and that messed me up because i was losing track of which clients were doing which workouts i wasn't following up with with um with i wasn't following up with the clients like every monday i try to send out like a motivation thing to set people up for their week and i wasn't doing that before um if i say hey you know you're with me two times a week but you have another workout to do you know, if you're with me in person Tuesday and Thursday, but you need to make sure you get this workout in on Friday, what I should be doing is following up with you either Friday night or Saturday morning. Like, hey, did you get your workout in? I wasn't doing that before. Um, so making those mistakes, man. And now and, and what that ended up doing was that ended up 
um, not holding them accountable on their side. So then, you know, they're not seeing the results that they want, they, that they want. They're not feeling like they're really getting their money's worth. Um, and so now making sure that, Hey, every Monday, everybody's going to get this, get a text message to, to motivate them for their week. If you're seeing me two, three, one, you know, one, two, three times a week, and you have other workouts built into your program, I'm following up with you that night. Like if you say, if your thing says, Hey, um, you got to work out on Thursday and this is what it is. I'm texting you either Thursday night or first thing Friday morning. Like, hey, did you get your workout in? Um, so, again, man, like you said, my time management and just being able to be more organized. I really have to focus on that. And it's tough because, you know, you got three kids, you know, you mm -hmm. got a wife, you got other responsibilities outside of the business. But trying to make sure, you know, you prioritize the the things that require priority um and then everything else can everything else will just fall into place so you know for me like i have an ipad who it actually was an idea from one of my clients who's a dentist he has an ipad he writes down everything in his ipad for all of his uh patients and uh anything that he needs to get done for the day and he was like man you should do this like you should go get an ipad download this app and then schedule your days out accordingly and so that's what i did man and that and that has been when I say that that's been a lifesaver, man, that has definitely helped me with my time management and being staying organized and on top of stuff. So how are you on the regular when you walk out the house? Like I would like I already touched on it. Me, I'm kind of this way. Right. And for me to do the smiles and the hey, good morning. Yeah, that takes, that takes effort. Yeah. And I, and, and I can't imagine. I mean, it depends on your personality. We, we don't know each other well enough. I can't make any assumptions, but it's like I imagine that there's a certain level of like, all right. I got to get out there and then be pumped up. It's like when you're in a service-based business, yeah, you really have to push that like that positive attitude. It's not like I'm making a product and I could just ship it to you and I could be in a bad mood that day. I got to walk in and like, oh, my game. And it's like, no matter what happened at the house, yeah, I can't show that over here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And it's crazy. I had to, at the beginning of the year, I had to start getting up earlier in the morning. So now, now I wake up about 4.30 in the morning. Mm personally mm. um <laughs> mm. yeah now let me tell you listen man listen 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 i am not a morning person not even at the <laughs> <laughs> so so if i'm getting up at 4 30 my alarm clock is set for four because it's gonna take me 30 minutes to get myself out of the bed <laughs> so oh man i uh I, I get up at that time man and i i get myself together um, and I'll go work out. And that kind of sets me up for, you know, whatever it is I got going on during the daytime. So I go, I hit the gym. I usually get there about five, maybe a little bit after. I'll do a workout for about an hour. And then I'm I'm ready. Like I'm good. I got my mind right because it's it's clear. Um, my energy's up, my my focus is there. So now going into the day, yes, uh, the, the, the babies, you know, I got to have the energy to deal with them, the clients, I got to have the energy and strength and everything to deal with them. Um, so yeah, man, like when I, when I leave in the morning, originally when I leave to get to the gym, I'm dragging, but by the time I'm coming home and I'm getting ready to start working with clients, yeah, it, I'm, I'm on another, I'm on another level at that point. Now, when I get home in the evening, I've been working with everybody all day long. That's where I'm kind of like, all right, I need a few minutes to myself to kind of get my, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before, 
working with the kids and doing yeah. all yeah <laughs> um yeah but, yeah man yeah and then you'll see it too like like my last client of the night usually is about um what time do they start they usually start at about 6 30. i try to i try to be done by 7 30 at night so um 6 30 is my last one and they'll see it too they'll be like man cute it's like some days i'm still like up here and then some days i'm down here and they'll be like you man you had a long day today didn't you <laughs> yeah, man, i did so how do you get so how do you get in there when you don't want to? Because you know it's funny. I heard even pastors say that there's days that they don't want to go to church. I yeah. heard, like pastors say that like I don't I don't want to go today. And it's a very natural thing. Um yeah. how, so how do you get in the gym when you know I, I ain't trying to go to the gym today? Man, honestly, honestly, there's two things. One of them is uh I and it might it might sound weird, it might sound cliche to like some of us sports people, but I hear Kobe Bryant in my mind, man. He's talking about mm. my Mentality, Mamba mentality. Um, and what does Mamba mentality mean? And um, I think he said it means being the best version of yourself. And so I hear that. And then um, a, with that, I think I'm not doing it for me. I'm not mm -hmm. doing it. I'm doing this because I want, I want, if Viviana says, Bobby, I want to go to Disney World, I want to be like, okay, let's go to Disney World. Or if Saudi says, hey, you know, we should we should go on a vacation. We should go to wherever, you know, DR or whatever. We can, okay, cool. Like, let's go. You know, so those two things, man, those two things are, you know, they motivate me, man, more than anything. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I think about it. It's like I'm a sacrifice now. And I tell people all the time I work hard because I'm lazy. Yeah. I don't I, I don't I don't want to do things two or three times. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I value like this week has been nuts for me, but when I'm at my best and I'm able to manage, you know, the projects and stuff like that, I try to knock it out as fast as I can because I want to have that hour, you know, on call of duty. I yeah. want to have, you know, some, some time with Netflix and stuff like that and with the kids and all that stuff. And it's like, I, I, I got to work hard now. So yeah. on those days, it's like, wait a minute, let me just sacrifice now. Let me just knock it out. Even though I don't want to do it. I got, I got to go out there and knock this out. So then, you know, you knock out an hour now, you can have three hours of rest later yeah man like yeah. right now i've been grinding like crazy this week and i guarantee i'm gonna have a space of like three four days where i'm not gonna do a thing yeah and, yeah. and it's like get it now you just sometimes you gotta force your way through and like you said keep the family in perspective and keep why you started in perspective yeah man. and and, and pray man a lot of times that i've been learning more and more it's like we complain to everybody but god yeah like, yeah i don't want to do this help me get through this day man i'm yeah. not, not trying to do this like the, get give me that extra push to get through it yeah man you absolutely right about that and we we've been dealing with something the past probably been past like three weeks with um working with the landlord at our property and um and man like i'm it's so frustrating man dealing with commercial real estate and stuff like that mm -hmm. I, I man and so so i've been so frustrated and i've been just talking about it like oh man i'm so frustrated and you know blah 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 why can't they do this and blah 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 you know but the one person I'm not talking to about it has been God. It's like, you know, like the, the one person who could actually change it and handle it, I'm not talking to about it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So I'm glad you brought that up, man, because it's a it's a slap and a reminder for me personally. Not for me too. It cuts both ways because the, the Bible says pray without ceasing. Yeah. And that might seem crazy at first because you're like, I'm not gonna kneel all day. I got stuff to do. And it's like, no, 
the same way you're talking to yourself in the car or I'm in this office sometimes and I catch myself talking to myself. It's like, it's pretty easy. You just got to direct that conversation to God instead of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's pretty simple in, in that point. And a lot of times God will speak to me when I'm talking to myself, when I'm mm-hmm. talking to him out loud and, yep. and, and you feel it. The, the, the conversation is different. Like I, the way I explain it is like, when you think you kind of hear that inner voice here, when yeah. God is speaking, you hear it more in your chest and your heart. Yeah. It's like, it's different. It's different. It's, it's something I had experienced firsthand. I was like, oh, that ain't me. Because sometimes when God speaks, it's kind of like in your own voice, ain't it? Yep. It might sound like a thought. It might sound like that's just me. Yeah. And it's like, nah, because then it, it happened so many times where things that I thought was my own thought started to be revealed later. Mm. Things started falling into place. It's like, there's no way I could have known that. There's no yeah. way. And you start to become more sensitive to what's really God pushing me in one direction and, yeah. and identifying what's my emotions, what's what's my frustrations and what's really God and the spirit kind of pushing me in one direction saying, go. Yeah. This has been the season. And I think you guys are in the same kind of wave too. It's like, it's been a season of God's timing for me. It's like, I've been embracing if it happened, it's because this is the time God wanted that to happen. Yeah. And if this is the time God wanted that to happen, I got to find hope in that. And I got to find motivation in the fact that he wants me to succeed in this situation. Right. He, he he knew this was coming and he knew I was ready for it. And if I wasn't ready for it, he knew that I could get ready for it quickly. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that and understand that, man. Like I said, I, and I think for me, man, that my testimony is always going to be or one of them is always going to be that that Facebook post from whatever year it was and seeing it like and not even really thinking about it, but seeing now all this time later, now it's happening. You know, so it's like what what lessons were were what lessons that I have to learn from then to now for it to happen? What growth was God taking me through from then to now in order for it to happen? Um, what level of patience did I have to reach from then to now in order for it to happen? You know, and things like that. So I think it's amazing, man, just how God sets things up. Um, and, and we don't even notice it. You know, it, 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 you know, it really, it's like, it's like playing chess, man. It's like, if, if I don't know how to play chess, so mm-hmm. if I'm out here and I'm playing like the best chess player in the world and he making all these moves, I have no idea what's going on. All I know is I'm playing the game, you know, and then he goes checkmate and I'm like, yo, what just happened? You know, and I, I kind of feel like that's how God is, man. He's, he's the best chess player in the world. He's making moves and I'm just going along with it. And then at the end of the game, I'm like, yo, like you really just did that. So, yeah, <laughs> I caught myself. I say this as a joke, but I caught myself legit. I really caught myself doing this, feeling like I had to do something like God nudge me in one direction and me negotiating with God. Like, but God, you don't understand that if I do that, this is going to happen. And it's like, who are you talking to? <laughs> like, I don't understand what. Like, I'm telling you, jump. It's like, nah, but if I jump, I'm going to I'm going to fall. Like, I'm going to break my leg. It's like. Yo, who, who are you really talking to right now? Right, right. Like, I, I found myself doing that. It's like, yeah, but God, you don't understand that. <laughs> you don't you don't see that this path is going to lead to this. I'm telling you that this is going to happen. Like, you got to be careful. Like, <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> right, but bro, bro, I ain't going to hold you, man. I, I appreciate you, man. I know it's late. It's family time, bro. I appreciate the time. I, we need to get together, man. I want to talk more business. I want to see what you guys got going on. Yeah, man. And, uh, and I got so I got some information that I think will be helpful for you guys too. That that you know some of these groups and, and stuff that's out here helping. They help with grants. They help with lawyers, and mm. it's a lot more help out here than I thought there was. True, and and there's some resources I think would help you guys out a whole lot. 
for sure yeah man i yeah let's get together man let's let's chop it up and um again man i just i appreciate you reaching out man because I, I really love what you're doing i love what you're doing i love the way you're doing it and i love the authenticity behind it so bro keep keep doing it man like this is this is dope i appreciate you man yeah. we'll talk soon bro yeah no doubt man all right man god bless likewise brother peace peace